and I get to be that voice that helps you really be more in tune with who you are, because I believe that every single one of us, we have the brain and the character to actually be multiple seven figure, you know, net worth easily as physicians. Thank you for joining us here today on Doc Working, the Whole Physician Podcast. I want to take a moment and let you know that we've been working around the clock at Doc Working to bring you CME credit so that now you can let your continuing education budget help you to prioritize your own wellness and get on the path to living your best life. Everything we do at Doc Working is specifically designed with you in mind. We hope you'll head over to docworking.com today and take our two-minute quiz to find out where you are right now on the balance to burnout continuum. Take our burnout quiz and this simple step alone can put you in the right direction toward living your best life. We hope you'll take action today. I'm Dr. Jen Barna and I'm thrilled that you can join me today for this conversation with a wonderful guest. Dr. Latifat Akintade of MoneyFit MD. Dr. Latifat is a coach for women physicians around money, and she has a podcast, MoneyFit MD, and a website, MoneyFitMD.com. And you'll hear all about it during our conversation, as well as some specific advice from Dr. Latifat. I am especially thrilled to have this conversation because. Some of the key points that Dr. Latifah and I discuss hopefully pertain to you as a unique individual. Everything we do both at DocWorking and MoneyFitMD focuses around coaching you to live your best life, which requires you to identify what matters most specifically to you. You are a physician, that's part of your identity, but you're also everything that makes you unique and coaching can help you to identify where you want to go and what is right just for you. We talk about a new era of leadership in medicine and as a physician you are a leader and the key to living your best life is really figuring out what matters most to you and part of that is managing your money in a way that helps you to get into a place of safety and security. So thank you so much for joining me and let's move to the conversation. I'd like to welcome you, Dr. Latifa Akintade to Doc Working, the Whole Physician Podcast. Thank you so much for having me here. It's really a pleasure to come chat with you. I love what you're doing. I love every time I hear anything about like a wholeness, it gets me really excited. So I'm really glad you're doing what you're doing and I'm really happy to be here. Thank you for joining me. I am thrilled to hear about your story and how you came to be doing the work you're doing. Would you mind starting out just by telling us about your journey and what has brought you to this work in addition to your work as a practicing physician? Absolutely. So I'm a practicing gastroenterologist. I live in California. And I always tell people that I had zero plans of being money feed MD. I had no plans of money coaching. I had no plans of having a business. In fact, I was the exact opposite of all that. My goal in life was to be an amazing physician. That is it. And then I went through, you know, I went through med school. I went through undergrad. I went through residency and fellowship. And what happened over the course of that time was like a lot of physicians, I did accumulate debt through my, you know, medical school education and all that. 
And I remember asking how I was going to take care of the debt. And I was told, you know, don't worry about it. You're a physician. You figure it out. (laughs) So that was what I was told. And then I went through residency. I knew nothing about money. The only thing I knew was really how to work 80 hours a week as a resident. And then I remember that I didn't even know how much I owed because I didn't know what the numbers meant. So I would forbear, I would defer, I would do anything that would literally get it out of my face. And then I was a fellow. Finally, I'm going to be a gastroenterologist. I'm going to have a job that's going to pay well. And then I looked around and what I was noticing was a lot of my attendants were burning out. They were amazing, smart, kind human beings. And for some reason, their shoulders were starting to droop, their legs, like their feet were starting to drag on the ground. And I had this moment that I'm so thankful to God that I had, which was I literally sit down. At that point, I had two kids. I have three kids now. And I said, if I don't figure out this financial stuff, I know that I'm going to end up being a disempowered, burnt out mom. And I don't know about you, but that's not why I went into medicine. I want to practice medicine so I can take care of my patients and actually be there and be confident about being there and not feel like I'm there because I don't have a choice. And I also want to be able to be the kind of mother that I wanted to be. So that became like the reason why I had to stop running away from my money and really face what was in front of me, which was how much do I even owe? Where is my money going? Am I even investing? If I'm going to be an employed physician that's doing IBD care for GI patients, I know that I'm, there's going to be a loss of autonomy to some extent, but do I want that to be the only option that I have? Or do I want to always have the moral and the ability to say, you know what, if this is not working well for me and the quality of care that I want for my patients, I'm out. That was literally the reason why I decided, okay, I'm going to like swallow this pain pill of figuring out my money. And that is how I started for myself. And when I started, I realized that this was actually easier than everything that I'd learned in medicine, right? I guess there were rules that existed that seemed to not have been set with me in mind. So I had to figure out how to do things my way. And what I found was, as I started to do that, more and more women were coming to me for help, like my friends, my colleagues. They were like, Latifah, you have the ability to simplify the stuff and you know how to say it and figure it out in a way that's not perfect and effective. So that is how I started helping people for fun. But again, remember, I had no plans of having a business because I'm a physician. I'm not a business owner. That's what I told myself. And then the pandemic started. And what I noticed at the beginning of the pandemic two years ago was physicians were afraid of their money, of their income. Physicians were getting fired. My colleagues with the same income clinically were freaking out about where their money, what was going to happen to their pay. And I had zero fear zero fear. And what that meant was I was able to focus on things that were more important, like the health of my family, like safety. But if money becomes an issue that's distracting us from the more important things in life, then we have a problem. So I literally have this moment where I'm like, I'm not a business person. I'm not an entrepreneur. I hate social media, but my people need help and I have the tools. And I felt like I literally had no choice. So that is how Money Fit Empty started to be. Wow. I love what you're talking about because I think what happens so many times for physicians, you really are focused on one thing and that's being as good of a physician as you possibly can be. And the time to learn about money is not there and it's not taught to us in any way. 
And so we typically end up somewhere in our 30s. Typically, we have a huge debt. And we also have a decade or more of deferred gratification. So we're, you know, we've been looking forward to having a nice house. We've been looking forward to having a nice car. And often what we do is we put ourselves even more in jeopardy by taking on things that are bigger maybe than we are comfortable with. So I, I completely agree with everything you say, because I think if we can get ourselves into a good place financially, then we begin to have choices. And it's kind of like when they say, you know, if you love someone, set them free with physicians, you know, if we can get ourselves to a place of security with our finances, then we can decide to come back to our practice with that sense of purpose and fulfillment that we originally intended. I, I'm also fascinated with the FIRE movement. I've renamed it for Physicians Fiore, which stands <laughs> for Financial Independence with the Option to Retire Early. Because I think for physicians, it's all about the option. It's not even that you would really necessarily take that step. But if you're in a place of safety, then at least you know if you have to or you choose to, you can walk away which just gives you that sense of peace and stability. So tell me a little bit about programs that you have and tell me about a couple of different scenarios that maybe some of our listeners are finding themselves in. So what I have is I have a money school for women physicians. I call it the Money Fit MD School. And what I love about this is you are 100% right about everything you've talked about. We're busy physicians, we're busy women, most of us, it's not like we love talking about money, which is not to not worry about money. So literally what I have is a eight weeks curriculum that women go through that teaches us what I call the missing money curriculum. So the 20% that you need literally to win 80% of your finances. And it's not just about the numbers, because honestly, if it's just the numbers, we are physicians, we're incredibly smart. It's all those other things about the emotions surrounding our money. It's about the mindset around our money the relationship between ourselves and money and also ourselves with ourselves and us and others. And so if we don't address all that, it's really hard for us to get the money. So that is really, really missing when it comes to financial education and how we talk about money, because that is really the foundation that we don't talk about, especially if you grew up in a family where maybe money wasn't the conversation, maybe wealth wasn't the conversation. Maybe you had wealth, but your parents just never taught you how to do it, right? So we really need to get through the mind stuff we need to get through the emotion stuff. We need to get through all that before we can truly have money. I mean, a really good example of that is right now, as we're recording this, the stock market is down. And I cannot tell you how many posts I read online of people saying, the stock market is down. Let me get my money out. Like the psychology of money and the psychology of wealth. If you don't have that, you're going to sell and get out. And that's when you lose money. So all that stuff is what I cover with our women in the core curriculum. But then if they join for the entire existence of my program, which I have no plans of shutting it down anytime soon, they get coaching with me twice a month. What would really help them move from wherever they are to where they want to be. Things are going to come up, right? We're going to doubt ourselves. We're going to question ourselves. We're going to find investments that were like, should I do this? Should I not do this? And I get to be that voice that helps you really be more in tune with who you are. Because I believe that every single one of us, we have the brain and the character to actually be multiple seven-figure you know, net worth easily as physicians. And I get to be a part of that. So that's the program that I run for women physicians. And just out of curiosity, why women? I love women. <laughs> well, the reason why I love, I, I have it for women is this. When I started my journey, 
there were no spaces that felt safe for me. And, you know, there's men splitting, there's women splitting, we all do it to each other. But what I found was that I could, I had so much shame and guilt and judgment that I couldn't have conversations in those places. And also anytime you had a conversation at all, people came streaming down at you like, why don't you know that? We should know that, you know, and those things can make us retract even more. So for me, I literally sat down and I thought, what resource would be amazing, would have been life-changing for me to have six years ago? And that's literally what I created for women physicians. And as you know, there are certain things that are unique to us, especially if you're a woman in a male-dominated field, women that are divorced, thinking about divorce, single, mingling, all that stuff affects how we think about our money. So it's, it's funny because now that I have the program and, and I cannot even think about having it any other way. Because like, so last night, for example, we won our coaching call and, you know, I, everyone that's there, they talked about what's going on, what they're like, where they are, we celebrate their wins, where they're trying to get to. And there are things that come up that I literally tag someone else with. I'm like, you know, this lady is a divorced mom that's having challenges with her ex-spouse. I'm not divorced. I can coach you, but I'm not going to pretend like I know exactly what it is like for you. So when I'm done with my coaching, guess what I do? I tag another woman in the group and they help you. So it's just so powerful. There's nothing like having a tribe of women that are like, we'll coach you, we'll love you, we'll kick your butt, we'll do everything together. And it's just, I mean, this is literally how we're going to change medicine and how we're going to change money. And I cannot imagine doing it any other way. And you are so right about the small group coaching because you get the expertise of the dynamic coach who is leading the group or coaches who are leading the group and the advantage of the whole community. And it's such a tremendous way to bring yourself forward and to realize that you are not alone. If you're feeling guilt, shame, or just isolation, it's okay to be vulnerable. All of those things are really difficult for physicians to step forward with. Absolutely. And we get to normalize all that. And it's, it's just beautiful. We get to normalize the shame, the guilt, that I suck, even though you're amazing. I literally had women yesterday blaming me for their success. So like the TFAT was the one that made me believe that I could own a property. And now I own, <laughs> now I own this and I would not do it any other way. It's a perfect combination. They have my brain, they have my support and they have the pack of women. And there's nothing more powerful than that, in my opinion. And if I had the six years ago, my journey would have been so, so, so different. I had to learn all this myself. I had to learn how to not follow the rules. I had to remind myself that the rules are made by humans. And if it's not working, I can change it. And what that has helped me do is build wealth in a way that is just so me, not like anybody else. And that's what I tell my women. You are meant to have money. And it's going to be different from what mine is going to look like. And that's a beautiful thing because we all now get to be examples of what is possible for people that look like us, whether that's, you know, your country of origin, the color of your skin, your sexual orientation, your relationship status, like whatever you got, you know, your neurodivergent brain, whatever you have, bring it. You don't have to change a thing for you to be successful. And I think that's, that's different from the narrative that we tend to see where success looks a certain way. And I'm here to say it doesn't have to be that way. And it's, it's a joy to see women go through that journey. So that brings me to a specific couple of scenarios that I'd love to get your input on. So what if someone's listening and they are young in their physician career 
Perhaps they've recently finished residency or they're looking at finishing residency with a large amount of debt and they haven't yet begun to make significant purchases. What would be your advice to that person? My advice to that person is this. The worst time for you to make big changes is when you're going from residency and fellowship to attendantship. I remember when I graduated fellowship, all the nurses at work, the question they were asking me is, so what are you going to buy? What purse are you going to buy? What house are you going to buy? And there's nothing wrong with all that. But there is that societal expectations of us that if we're not careful, becomes the main thing that now gears us towards this expectation that people have of us, which honestly burns us down to the ground. So if you're just starting out, I'm just going to say, don't change anything when it comes to your spending. Maybe give yourself a 1% risk. Give yourself a little, like enjoy something you haven't been, but don't go binging right away. Just let the dust settle. The other thing to keep in mind is most people are going to change their job. So I definitely advise against buying like a huge house in that place where you just got your new job. You may hate your job in six months. And the key is to help yourself have a choice. Look at what you owe. I did not do that until way later. Just ask yourself with curiosity, what do I owe? Just look at it from a very neutral, curious perspective. Look at your interest rates. Like, are these things that are going to qualify you for some sort of like governmental payoff plan? Or is this something that you're choosing to pay off yourself based on the career path that you have chosen? Maybe you're only going to work for yourself. Maybe you're going to work for a for-profit organization, whatever it is. Just have a plan, but don't change too many things at a time. And I want you to understand that, yes, you're a physician, you've spent six to 10 years perfecting your art, and now you're a badass. And what that tells me is that if you can learn to be excellent at something you knew zero about, like six or 10 years ago, that means you can learn anything. So I want you to make sure like your identity is really important. A physician is part of your identity. It doesn't have to be your only identity. You can be a physician and a business owner. You can be a physician and a model. You can be a physician and a podcast owner. You get to choose what you want to be. So be careful to not fit into that narrative of this is who you are. So this is what you have to be like. You are unique. You are different. And you get to bring that into your future, including your finances as well. But don't change too much at a time. Find, you know, you're already listening to this podcast. That means you're already on the right track go check out my podcast. I send you a lot of stuff and teach you a lot of stuff about money there. You are on the right track, but don't change too much at a time. That's going to be my simple instruction to you. And your podcast is Money Fit MD. Absolutely. I highly recommend it. Here's my second question. If you're a listener and you are in your mid-career and maybe you haven't really prepared for retirement and suddenly you're realizing, oh, retirement isn't as far away as I thought. What would you advise for someone who really is just getting started on the path to financial security from more than just student debt and little retirement mid-career? What I'm going to say is from my experience, the number one challenge people like that have is the thought that I'm already too late. I'm already too late. And I'm here to tell you that you're not too late. And honestly, this is the least late it's ever going to be. So when you think it's already too late and you keep avoiding it for that reason, you're even making it later and later. And my thought, I'm a, I'm a GI dog, so I do say shit quite a bit. I tell people that everything compounds, including shit. So if you keep dragging it along, it gets bigger and bigger. So this is the least late it's ever going to be. And I can tell you that I've worked with women physicians that within three years, 
the change is remarkable. What we know is so far you've been doing an experiment and now you've seen the results of that experiment and it's time to start another experiment. Yes, you may have to take bigger risk if you think that the time that you have is maybe not as extended as someone that may be in their early 30s. However, it's not too late. And the same thing applies. One is the power of pausing and stopping is really important. So we already know what you're doing. You already know what you're doing. You already see what you're spending. You see what you're earning. And sometimes just pausing and just getting a lay of the land is important. So just look at, okay, yes, your student debt is this way. Maybe you have credit card debt. Look at your credit card. What is it saying? Like, what are the interest rate on it? And then the other thing that's really important for us to have conversations about is I think a lot of times with financial education, people with women, they focus a lot about spending. And with men, they talk more about investing. And I want us to change that. I want us to like flip that balance a little bit, which is I want you to ask yourself, where is your money going right now? And not just in terms of spending, but also in terms of investing. What are you investing in? I cannot tell you, and I'm telling you this listener because I think it's important for you to hear this. I cannot tell you how many times I work with women physicians that think they have no money because they haven't looked. And then when they start looking, they're like, oh my goodness, I just found $10,000 that I wasn't even investing. Oh my goodness, I found a 401k that I didn't even know was there, right? So the key is, we already know what happens to your money when you and all your brilliance is not in it. And now it's time for us to change that experiment, which is let's bring you into it. Let's help you learn how to look at your finances without judgment and only with curiosity. Look at what you're investing in and see how can you do better. And just asking yourself, really, what is my plan? What is my short-term plan? What is my medium-term plan? What's my long-term plan? And you get to create a plan that is specific for you based on what your goals are. And again, it's never too late. I just told you guys, I had nothing. I had knew nothing six years ago. And within four years, completely changed. And I'm not saying that that's going to be every human story, but I've seen that enough times to let you know that a lot can change in a short amount of time. And the most important thing is for you to start right now. The important thing is to take a step forward starting today. And it almost doesn't matter what you're starting with in a way, because the indecision can be the biggest barrier to success. Absolutely. I tell people that being decisive is the biggest character you can develop that's going to make you a whole lot of money. I cannot tell you, there's a huge difference when I'm indecisive versus when I'm decisive. When I'm decisive, I execute, I rest, I waste less time. So if you're listening and you're like, what can I, that is the most important thing you're ever going to do for yourself is make decisions. I'm again, so thrilled to have you here on the podcast. This is Dr. Latifat of MoneyFit MD. Please tell us how people can find you. You can reach me by going to my podcast. It's the Money Fit MD podcast. And I release two episodes a week. We talk about all things money to help you build wealth from the inside out. And you can also go on my website, which is moneyfitmd.com and look at the program. The money school that I have is on there. And of course, like everyone else, you can find me on Instagram and also on Facebook, Money Fit MD. I don't care what your money story is. I don't care what your money journey is. You're never going to find a less judgmental space than what I've created because judgmental is just rubbish. It costs us a lot of money. It burns us out and we're done with all that nonsense. So it's time for us to change the directions and help you live the life that you want. And if there's any way we can support you, reach out. And of course, Doc Working is here for you as well. You have resources. Please tap into it. 
We have kids. We have things to do. We choose to be here because we truly believe in you. And we're here to help physicians. And I love, love, love that I'm seeing more physicians helping physicians. There's a change in the air to change lives and to start with yours. So let's get going. You'll also be able to find Dr. Latifat on Doc Working, the Whole Physician podcast, because I'm looking forward already to our next conversation, which I hope you would be willing to come back and talk with me about educating our kids. I think a lot of us are coming from backgrounds where money wasn't really talked about and ways that you can help your kids to be educated as they come into adulthood about money. Thank you very much for having me here. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening to Doc Working, the Whole Physician Podcast. At Doc Working, we're here to help you maximize your potential on your own terms and help you live your best life. You told us what you need and want, and we built this for you. Whatever your journey is, you have options. You can choose to live the life you want to live. We see you. We get you. And now let's get you in the driver's seat of your own life so you can find purpose in your work and everything you do and every choice you make. Top executives, athletes, actors, all achieve greatness with the support of professional coaches. As a healthcare professional, you deserve ongoing coaching support toward achieving your career goals and living your best life as you define it on your own terms. We have created this specifically for you with CME credit at docworking.com. Please go to docworking.com and check out our quick balance to burnout quiz to see where you are on the balance to burnout continuum right now. The results might surprise you. Taking this simple first step may change your life for the better. And until next time, Thank you for listening to Doc Working, the Whole Physician Podcast. I'm Amanda Taran, producer of Doc Working, the Whole Physician Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Please don't forget to like and subscribe and head over to DocWorking.com to see all we have to offer.